Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I am your host, Martha Reddick, and this week we are talking about work from home parents, bum, 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 uh, and all of the joys and obstacles that that brings. And to do that, I have brought on Courtney West. Hi, Courtney. Hi. Uh, Courtney and I know each other from theater, where I find Mm -hmm. so many of my nanny friends. The coolest people. The the coolest coolest people. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, they are some of the coolest nannies. Um, and, uh, we ran into each other, uh, at pickup, uh, for some of our nanny kids. So that was really fun. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know you were a nanny. Come on my show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming. And, um, so before we get started talking about work from home parents, uh, let's hear a little bit about your background and your nanny journey. Yeah. Well, I love kids. I'm obsessed with kids. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait to be a mom. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just destined to be a mom because I'm just going to be like the best mom ever. And I want to have like 12,000 children. (laughs) (laughs) But um, okay, maybe not that many, but you you get the idea. Um, So, you know, right now, like I'm not married yet and I'm not ready to have kids of my own. So what better way to like fulfill that, you know, love cup right with like other people's kids and then I get to give them back and go drink wine or something you know yes that is a beautiful part of our day yeah so um you know I moved to Chicago from Florida six years ago Mm -hmm. to be an actress and I still do that I still do theater on the side that's how we met yes um but I just really hated my day job I was working retail and it was terrible hours and terrible pay and rude people and just stress that I just did not want in my life Um, and a friend of mine said who has children was like, you know, every time I meet a nanny on the playground, they always say that they're in theater. Have you ever thought about like being an actor or a, a, uh, a nanny? And I was like, my God, how come I've never thought of that? Mind Mind blown. blown. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I really want to be a nanny. And then boom, I was the first interview I went on was a family I ended up being with for, you know, like eight months until they moved away. And yeah. I just started the ball rolling. That's awesome. Isn't it? It's so nice when you're like, I found it. Right. <laughs> like I could just, I could do this forever. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, 
something that I love about this podcast is is hearing other people's nanny journeys, but then also um, everything that I'm learning uh, about our profession because you know you start on in on it and th- there's just there's so much more to know and right. it's becoming more professional and seen as a more professional career path absolutely um with each passing year but you know we've still got a ways to go educating everyone right <laughs> yeah nannying and nanny's rights and all that yeah. good stuff well because it's not just babysitting right it's so much more. I mean, it's almost co-parenting, you know, yeah. it's like, it takes yeah. a village, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And so to be part of, to be allowed to be part of that village is wonderful. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And the best nanny families, you do co-parent and right. you're all on the same page and you're working as a team to mm-hmm. raise these kids into wonderful adults. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, thank you for sharing your journey. That was great. Um, And then we are going to be talking about uh, work from home parents. Yes. Which you were telling me you have several experiences with. Yes, I do. Yeah. And so do I. So awesome. But we were saying before we started recording, (laughs) we were like, we're going to have to like empathize with people that have not had great experiences because we can't necessarily speak to that from our own experiences, which we are the exception from what I've read on the Facebook groups. Right. Um, Yeah. I mean, so many people have bad experiences with families, especially stay at home. Yeah. uh, Working parents just because it's, you're right on top of each other all the time. Yeah. You're both working from the same office, mm-hmm. but doing different jobs. Right. Um, and that's hard. That's mm-hmm. really hard. And it's, uh, I would say if this is something that you are struggling with, listeners, uh, go listen to the boundaries episode, that mm-hmm. episode, uh, and the talking about difficult subjects with parents. Oh, yeah. Uh, those are two episodes that if you are, feeling overwhelmed by this particular issue mm-hmm. um, or it's not going well for you, we'll have advice uh, on work from home parents, but there also might be some other things that are happening that the boundaries or the difficult communication will help you with. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is, it's hard <laughs> to, you're in their home and it's yeah, their with their children. kids. Yeah, I know. And it's hard, especially when the kids are really little. Yes. Um, because it's hard to explain mm-hmm. to the children that your mom or your dad is home, but you cannot go in their room. Right. Yeah. Or in the office or wherever they're working from. Yeah. So um, let's start with uh, what have you found? most helpful when nannying in a work from home parent environment what's helpful when you have a work from home parent is it's nice to have an extra set of hands sometimes Mm -hmm. especially when um the girls that I nanny were young right it was it was sometimes hard to balance you know these two infants so it's like hey mind holding this one really quick while I do this and get this one strapped in and you know, um, stuff like that. It is nice to have an extra set of hands, especially like if they're taking a break or something and right. and are there um, readily available. Um, right. But also, 
it is nice to have even just a small, short conversation with an adult in the yes. middle of the day. <laughs> yes. Sometimes you get so lost in this world of like tiny children that it's it's really nice to just like have a grown up conversation. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I don't have to discuss what happened on Magic School Bus with you. Right. I can talk about politics yeah. or what I watched on SNL last night or right. anything. Yes. Yes. No, that is so nice. Yeah. Um, and I do find uh, when I am feeling that way and I'm not with a work-from-home parent, mm-hmm. uh, I, playdates have been, like, the best yes. thing because then you get another nanny that you can, yeah. like, It's fun for everybody, yes. a play day. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and I, I have found uh, what's helpful for me, if, if they have two floors... Yes. Then that's currently when I, the situation yeah. I'm in, they have two floors. That's so her helpful. office is downstairs, but that's also where the playroom is. Oh, that's but then hard. upstairs there's also toys in the living room and in the baby's room. So there's lots of space for us to, to play and run around. And we know that if we go downstairs, mommy's working, so we can't be as loud. Right. But if we go upstairs, we can be a little bit more silly. Yeah, which is yeah. is a great it's also that's such a great discussion because when the kids enter into school, they're mm-hmm. going to my mom's a second grade teacher and she tells me all the time. She's like, "Kids don't know how to whisper." She's oh, like, yes. "I end up teaching every class like mm-hmm. about volume control because they just don't learn." Right. Um I was big on the inside voices from when they were very young. Yeah. So the the um the nanny family that I work for now, I've been with them for three years, but there was another family that we were sharing with. Mm-hmm. So each family had a little girl and the girls were only five months apart. So mm-hmm. the first family, you know, I had the little girl for a little while and then the other family joined. And so these two girls grew up together and now they're best friends. Aww. It's it's so cute and just adorable. They yeah. talk about having sleepovers all the time, Aww. even though they're not like old enough for right. that. Like they're three. Yeah. But um, I think it's just like an idea. You know, they've heard. You know, <laughs> they've they've seen the Daniel Tiger episode where they get to sleep over at you know yeah. the library or something. Um, so they get excited about that stuff. But uh, even now, like the first um baby that I had, she's three and she's going to school full time now. So they don't need me anymore, which just like breaks my heart. Right. I but know, I'm still so, so involved with that family, which is really great. Right. But so every once in a while, we all still get together. Mm-hmm. Like we got together right before Thanksgiving because it was another the other girl's um, third birthday. Uh-huh. So we had a party party. That's what we called Aww. it. And I made <laughs> cupcakes and we decorated the whole house and we had a party party. And it was just me and both sets of parents and the two girls. And Aww. and we had cupcakes and ate lunch together. And the girls just loved it. Gosh, they just. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so another benefit of having a work from home parent like they um, uh, the other family, they are um, they both own three businesses with each other. Yeah. And then the family that I'm currently with, um, the the mother is a lawyer, so she gets to work from home like three days a week. Mm -hmm. And the dad travels a lot for work. So when he is home, he's able to work from home. Yeah. um, Which is great because we can have parties like that you know right and in the middle of the day yeah and like, everyone can come have lunch and yeah and it, it it sets up such a positive environment for the kid too right you know that it's 
some would say, oh, you know, no, I, you can't even say this is spoiling your kid. It's not. It's just <laughs> yeah. loving your kid. And yeah. to be able to, to be in a job where you can do that and be there for your kid even more, I think, just like creates this loving, healthy environment for the kid. Like I just, you know, yeah. and not that it's bad if you can't. Right. Because I know like right. every parent would want to spend more time with their kids, you know. Right. Um. But, but it is it is lovely, and that's a, a major plus side to mm-hmm. uh, work from home parents. Right. Now, that, if you have an unhealthy relationship with the parents, right. it could be difficult and stressful yes. for everyone. Yes. Um, and I think a lot of times um, where nannies run into problems is that uh, the distinguishing between being a mother's helper Mm-hmm. and a nanny um, yes. with a work-from-home parent. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times parents will advertise that they need a nanny, and what they actually need is a mother's helper. So some ways to spot that is if they say that you will be assisting, if they use the word assisting yeah. at all, um, or helping, or any of those type of words in the ad, Um, Or when you're interviewing, if they're like, I'm a work from home parent, uh, but I'm like out here, like I'm out with the kids a lot. Just that is potentially a red flag of you might be a mother's helper. Mm -hmm. Um, And often parents will pay mother's helpers less. So if they're still paying you the appropriate amount, then that's that's a contract thing. Um, Right. But just ask a lot of questions in those type of interviews and figure out uh, or be really cautious to try to figure out if it's going to be an environment where you are able to be a professional nanny or if it's going to be an environment where you are another set of hands for a mom that is or a dad that's stay at home. Right. And that might be still be okay. Yeah. It's just important to know that going in what the expectations are. Yes. And so if any of those flags get raised in the ad or in the interview process, just ask more questions (laughs) before signing on. Um, Because like I know that I don't do well as a mother's helper. I I've been doing it long enough that I have my way of nannying. And of course, that reflects the philosophy of each family and how they want to raise their children which we talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a way of doing things. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I have like educational experience to back it up of why I do things the way that I do. Right. So I, I think that's really important to know about yourself as mm-hmm. a nanny of like, what do you want in a job? Yes. <laughs> to? Exactly. Um, but yeah, so in your case, um, it sounds like a lot of them, they have a separate like office that they work from yes. within the house. Yes. Which that's helpful. Right. Um, especially, like I said, if it's on a different floor. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times when I have worked for work from home parents, uh, they've had like upstairs has been where their office is um, or they use their bedroom as a writing space. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked for uh, a novelist once. And so oh, wow. she wrote from home. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, she and I like worked out. Like she would text me because her kids really, if they saw her, they were young enough. They were like two and a half. If they saw her Mm -hmm. and then she left again, it was tantrum city. They would freak out, yeah. And so so I talked to her about it and I was like, this seems really hard for the girls and like, can we work out a system where maybe you text me and then Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you need to come downstairs for something and we go for a walk around the block while you Mm -hmm. get your lunch together or whatever you need. Right. Um, So that we're not constantly having to like reset after a tantrum. Yeah. 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 One, I mean, one of the struggles that I had, so we'll, I'll just say baby L and baby E. Is that okay? Okay, yeah, that's great. So baby E is who I currently have. Baby L is the one who is able to to go to school full time. So um, I, I go to baby E's house every day, mm-hmm. and baby L would then be dropped off by mom or, or dad, um, but mostly mom. And as she got a little older, she started having a little bit more separation anxiety. Right. Um, and there was just one day where it got just it was bad yeah and and the mom is very sociable and would come in and talk to me and the other mom too and it was nice to have that little you know meet and greet every morning you know right. before we kick started the day um so she would come in and talk but it got to the point where baby l was getting so upset with mom leaving mm-hmm. that she just kicked and screamed and i mean it got to the point where there was one day that the the one day that we all knew we've got to do something else because it was so bad. Um, baby L pitched a fit for a really long time. Usually I could calm her down pretty quickly mm-hmm. and, you know, distract her with something, make her laugh, you know, yeah. cause she still loved me. Right. The, the kids call me Nini yeah. cause they couldn't say Courtney <laughs> when they were growing up. So it's like, I love that they call me Nini and they still call me Nini and, and I will always be Nini to them, you know, right. and, uh, it's such a special nickname to have. Um, but this day I just, I couldn't get her to calm down. So I ended up strapping her into, um, the high chair. Cause I was mm-hmm. going to give her breakfast. I'm like, you just need to eat something. You're cranky. Cause right. you haven't eaten breakfast and you're upset because mommy had to go. Um, and she, I put her in the chair and she flung her head back and started kicking and screaming. She's never done that before. And right. I was just like, who is this child? Mm-hmm. And my instant reaction was, anger like how dare you act like this we didn't raise you to do this <laughs> right um so I just I unstrapped her I picked her up and just hugged her to my body because I'm like I don't want you to hurt yourself right and I took her into the bedroom because I needed to set up the pack and play for her nap later anyways right I laid her on the bed and I looked at her and I said you have two minutes to kick and scream go <laughs> and I let her do her thing while I set up the pack and play and it gave me a like a calming moment to just be like okay this is this is not my battle she's just upset she's too it's going to be okay (laughs) yeah um and then I was able to talk to her and but from that day on we we had to come up with a better solution yeah um what did you come up with well uh at that point we knew that um she was going to go to a Montessori Mm -hmm. school Um, so the mother had already done a lot of research on Montessori and, and when you go to a Montessori school, the teachers aren't allowed or the, the parents are not allowed inside the classroom. That is the kid's space. That's their domain. Um, so we started kind of drop off as Montessori drop off where I would go outside the door 
and we'd say bye to mom and mom would leave and we would go inside together and she would be calm. And man, I don't know what her mom, how her mom talked to her about that or what she said, but, and I don't know if it was like what the mom said or if it was just the method in general. Yeah. But it changed on a dime. That's awesome. On a dime. It was crazy how well she did after that. After that day, it was like we had a couple times where she would start to get a little upset, but nothing, nothing to like it would have been. And I'm so grateful that the parents like knew that, you know, we had to change this too, (laughs) because well, you could get a parent to just be like, oh, well, that's kids. You know, I guess we can't do anything about it. And it's like, oh man, no. it could have been disastrous, but they're, they're pretty cool people. So they, yeah. <laughs> they understood it wasn't the best thing for the child, you know? Right. And, uh, I, I know that education is different for every child, but I went to a Montessori school and I just love Montessori philosophy. And oh yeah. We could do a whole nother podcast on that because sure. I'm, I'm sucked in yeah. because it's crazy. It sounds so crazy. Mm-hmm. But, it's but it brilliant. works so well, especially for younger kids. Yeah. It just works so well. I mean, even the girls that I have now, baby E, I mean, she's so much more independent. Mm-hmm. And she asks for big girl um, plates and, yeah. and forks and stuff at lunch now because when she's when she's at school and she has snack time, they have glass plates and they right. have glass cups and real silverware. Um, and you know, they let the kids make their own mistakes, which I just love. Yes. I love that. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Um, but that's a different podcast. Yeah. Totally different. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. And something like that of working out a system mm-hmm. and that one is, uh, huge for mm-hmm. if you have a work from home parent that is having trouble with, separation anxiety or a child not understanding that when they go into their office that uh, mom or dad is not available mm-hmm. when they are in their office. Yep. Um, and one thing to do is I have asked parents um, to lock the door mm-hmm. because I'm like, if, if they want to try the door mm-hmm. and it's locked, that is a clear signal to your kid that you are not available. Right. Um, and so, and it seems extreme, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's worthwhile, especially if you do have a kid that isn't getting that when the door's closed, the parent's not available. Mm-hmm. A week of locking the door is super helpful. Yeah. With that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, uh, the, the quick goodbye of, mm-hmm you know, have a routine when it's time for the parent to go upstairs and get to work or downstairs or into their office, wherever it may be, have mm-hmm. a routine of, I say this, I do this, and then I go and I stay right for a while. Like, yeah. you, you can't come back out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry if you forgot your coffee or whatever. Right, yeah. Um, because coming back out means potentially hours of undoing right well and that's and it depends on the kid yes some kids are okay with mom Mm -hmm. or dad popping in and out um but yeah definitely setting up those boundaries it just makes your life easier it's better for the kid and the parent can get more work done because of it yeah um luckily the where I'm at now with baby e 
Her mom works downstairs in the office on the days that she's working from home. And it's important to find that balance of, of course, you can go and give mommy a hug, right. you know, but not every five minutes, right? you know? So it's, it's important to find that balance. And I feel like we do have a, um, a good balance between the two of us, of, of the mom and myself. Um, but you know, baby E does really good with, it's, it's harder when, uh, mom and dad leave the house, Mm -hmm. but if they're in the house, it's a little different. I can usually be like, she's not gone. She's right downstairs. It's not a big deal. She's just doing her work. Right. Um, also what helps with baby E is, um, I've, I tried to teach the kids to be really grateful for everything they have Mm -hmm. from, I mean, they're three, so it, you just have to start those lessons and eventually they'll get it. <laughs> right. Um, but you know, I, I always tell them, well, you know, if, if mommy didn't go to work, then she would get really in trouble with her boss and she might not have a job. And then if she doesn't have a job, you wouldn't have this nice house. Right. You wouldn't have all these amazing toys. Look, you got this new book. You wouldn't be able to have that if mommy couldn't work and do, you know, what she needs to do. And like grownups go to work. That's what we do. Yeah. You know, and that helps too. Just explaining to them, why we kind of have to do those things. Right. And then also I have found talking with the parents of like working out a signal um, potentially depending on the kid. But if the kid does want hugs or things like that of Mm -hmm. being like, are there times asking the parent, are there times during your day that it would be very bad? (laughs) Yeah, kid walked in. Absolutely. Um, and just trying to figure out what kind of work they're doing. Like mm-hmm. if it's conference call type work versus I'm just writing something, not just, I am writing something. But if you take a break from writing something, mm-hmm. it's very different than having a kid. I, I, this week on the Facebook will repost. Did you see that? Was it a British, uh, member of parliament somebody was on like a business call and the kids like walk in yes 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 (laughs) it went viral it was the mom she came in and snatched her kids up yeah (laughs) but everyone thought it was the nanny because of how she did it um but uh yeah and so that is just he should have locked the door at that yes, point. Yeah, he definitely should have locked <laughs> Super the door. Super important call, live, you know, <laughs> national television. Lock the door. Lock the door. Um, but I will post that. But hey, it's a, a funny story now. It, is. it sure is. And we wouldn't have that video without. I know. And it brings me so much joy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, even today we have so much technology sending a text message. Yeah. I do it all the time with, with baby E's mom. I'll be like, Hey, Emily wants to come say hi. Is this a good time? Or, you know, right. uh, when baby, when we leave for the day, if we're going to the park or something, right. I'll take baby E downstairs to say goodbye to mommy or, or even sometimes, um, her mom will hear us getting ready and she'll come upstairs to say goodbye. Yeah. Um, that kind of stuff. So just to have that open communication, send a quick text or something, you know? Yes. Yes. And with text messaging, that has like been a game changer yeah. for that type of thing. Of Absolutely. Just like, Hey, like this is happening or, or like, um, how did people do it before? Like, 
as long as I've been notes a nanny, I've had door. a smartphone. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> Slide notes so, under the door. <laughs> yeah. But Can I mean, we? I guess to be real, when yeah. I was a teenager babysitting and stuff, we didn't have smartphones. Yeah. We didn't, I didn't have a phone. Right. I, we used the house phone, right. you know. And you had to so memorize numbers. So you were just, uh, yeah, on your chunks. own. And I used a lot. Man, I, I um, have you ever had a kid be like, well, mom lets me do this. Uh-huh. My response every time shuts it down is, okay, you can do that when mom's home. But right yeah. now you're with me. I do that too. And we're not going to do that. <laughs> or I say, I say my number one job is to keep you safe. And Mm. that is not a safe choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, If your parents let you do that, that's fine. But my number one job (laughs) is to keep you safe. So we can't do that right now. Um, But yes, I've used that method as well. Of just like, well, then sure, do it. (laughs) Do it when your mom gets home. Exactly. You don't need a text message for that. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I, I, I have found that communicating with work from home parent via text message is very helpful yeah of just like hey or like if my little one um bumps her head or something Mm, like that or like mm -hmm. falls down or you know just things happen yeah and is crying then I can sometimes shoot off a text message it depends on what happened and like real hurt or more scared Mm -hmm. if it's more scared of course I tend to the child but if there is an opportunity and the parent is working from home I will send a text and be like she's okay right (laughs) well and and luckily um the family that I'm with now they they respect they respect my boundary just like I respect theirs um but you know you can always tell especially when it's your kid Mm -hmm. um what the cry is yes and there was one time uh, this was a while back um I don't know a year and a half ago baby E was walking but not super well um we were outside playing in the backyard and she fell and and hit her head on the cement and it was her front the front of her forehead and it looked really bad because faces bleed a lot yeah but the blood hadn't come through the skin. So there was just like speckles of like blood, almost like a hickey on her forehead, but she was screaming like, of course it hurt. And I felt so bad. And so I was trying to look at it and she was freaking out. And luckily the mom could hear her child in distress and came upstairs and saw me putting ice on on her head. And I was like, she fell, she hit her head. Uh, she ended up, you know, calling the doctor and taking her in just because, you know, that could be a really serious injury. Um, so as soon as they left, I cried. Oh. <laughs> like just, you know, you just yeah. feel so guilty when they get hurt, especially when they're that little I know. and you just feel so guilty. And you, I, man, I tore myself up. I was like, I should have been on her. Like I shouldn't have, you know, I, and I wasn't doing anything wrong because she just right. fell. Kids fall. Yeah. But you just blame yourself for it. I'm like, I could have caught her sooner. I, I shouldn't have let her like play on that step or but she you know you're actually giving her the opportunity to learn with her body yeah and I know that she got hurt but like yeah it is in child development it is important for kids to fall and right. kids to get hurt. and not to be a hover uh, you know a helicopter yeah. over them constantly yeah um but luckily she was fine yeah you good. know and everything was okay but gosh I felt so bad yeah but, <laughs> but yeah. I was glad the mom was there in that instant yes. and she could go and and she called the doctor to go to the doctor right away and 
everything was fine. So I one time was very glad that the nanny dad was home because um, <clears throat> he uh, or the little one went to the potty and it overflowed and it oh, was no. a number two. Oh, and, and I ended up cleaning it up because that's part of my job. Right. But like he, the dad boss made it better. Like he <laughs> made it stop. Oh, God. Because yeah. <laughs> I texted him and I was like, it is Please. <laughs> overflowing and I don't know how toilets oh, work. Gosh. Yeah. And he came downstairs and fixed it. Right. And then I cleaned it all up and they were super nice <laughs> to me about that. Yeah. <laughs> Got me a little gift. <laughs> um, yeah. But I was just like, oh, thank goodness you were home. Because if I had to <laughs> wait till five, I would have like panicked. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there are obviously bonuses. Bonuses for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To um, nanny parents being work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I I think that if there is a struggle of a kid not understanding, like I said, lock the door. I've also uh, done well with signs. Even if kids can't read, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times just putting up a sign on the door, because then the kid will say, what does that say? Right. And you can read it to them. Yeah. Or even if they get used to that, you can make the sign this is quiet time or this is yeah. you know, mommy's work time or, or something. it can be uh, red on one side and green on the other. Right. And if it's green, then they, they can go in. Yeah. And if it's red, yeah. then they can't uh, so that the parent can communicate right. without having to text or whatever mm-hmm. um, or just leave it that way. Right. Um, I think a, another thing that could be a struggle is if you and the parents don't, necessarily have the same um level of like punishment yes like if if you have parents who are super lax and like never really say no to their kid and never put them in time out never have any consequences to their actions and they kind of just run the run the house you know right it could be even harder yeah to be the nanny who's also home with the parent who doesn't discipline to be the one trying to discipline the kid um, that could be really hard. So honestly, like all these things boil down to the relationship with you and the parent. Right. Um, yes. or parents, um, to have that, like if, if there is conflict to be dealing with it in a healthy way, mm-hmm. um, to not just brush things under the rug and let them fester because oftentimes that creates even more conflict down the road. Right. Um, because, it's such a sensitive area because it, it's something that's way more personal than li- working in an office. Yes. You know, I can avoid Joe in, you know, accounting who <laughs> made me mad once. Right. You know, I could just avoid him and it's not necessarily a healthy thing, but it's not really going to affect my everyday life, nor is it going to affect Joe. Right. Right. But here when you're in someone's home and you're someone's nanny, it's such a more intimate job. And especially with the families that I have, I'm a part of their family. Right. Like I've hung out with them on the weekends to go to festivals and stuff yeah. during the summertime. And I did it by choice. Like right. I, I want to hang out with them and they're great people and they're so good to me. And I just feel so spoiled and so 
grateful to, to be in this amazing situation where like, I really do feel like I'm part of the family. I mean, I, I fantasize about inviting them to my wedding, right? You know, like one day when I get married, maybe the, the girls will be there. Maybe one day in the far future, (laughs) they'll babysit for me. You know, like I just, I feel like I have that kind of relationship with them. So that makes it easier if there is a little bit of conflict because I do have that open communication with them and I could be like, Hey, this happened. And I just wanted to talk about it, you know? Right. Um, and I think there are several stages that you can set yourself up for success. mm -hmm. So one is in that interview process, really asking questions. Um, I treat every interview. It's a two way interview. Mm -hmm. I'm not only interviewing for the position, but I am interviewing that family to see if I want to be in their home. It's like dating. Yeah, (laughs) it really is. Um, And there are like nanny uh, family like speed dating events. Really? Yeah, where you can like sit down and talk to a family for like five minutes and then exchange business cards, (laughs) Um, which I think I've never been to one, but I've heard of them and I think they're that's funny, hilarious and awesome. Um, But then so that interview process and then negotiating that contract of mm-hmm. um, of talking about if they're going to be a work from home parent you need to know that yeah ahead of time or if they're going to be a work from home parent sometimes mm-hmm. um, you need to know that ahead of time um, and then I I find that asking parents to let me know when they are going to be at home. So mm-hmm. one of my nanny families, I've worked for a lot of work from home parents um, over the years. And one of them, I would go to the house before and then and then go pick the kids up. So I'd like go to the house and get laundry started and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the dad is sometimes a work from home dad and sometimes not. And so I asked him to text me (laughs) because I don't like walking into a house that a person is in that I don't expect to be there because that makes me feel unsafe. Absolutely. Um, And unsafe for their house. You know, Mm -hmm. like I could potentially call the police if I hear someone walking around (laughs) upstairs that I didn't think. Or something embarrassing could happen. Yes. Like I always think like, what if they were just showering and now they're naked and it's like awkward for everyone. Like, don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Or if, uh, I like, I sing silly songs to myself like all day or like, rock out to Hamilton, right. you know, and like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I come in and I'm like, Hercules, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, oh, that's real. You, like you heard that cool. we do some pretty embarrassing things like yeah. ourselves or, just, or with our kids or just use the bathroom with the door open. Oh yes. Because Especially with the younger kids. Yeah. yeah. Because I you do don't want to lose sight of them. Yeah. Um, so just like little things like that. And I explained my reasoning and he was like, oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. And he wasn't doing it to be malicious or to trick me or anything like that. It was mm-hmm. just, he just hadn't thought of it from that point of view. And once I asked him, he did it every single time. Right. Um, or I had a, a work from home dad that would like leave at a certain time, like every day. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then like some days it was different. And I was like, if it's going to be different, can you shoot me a text message Yeah. so that I can make sure that your kid is like engaged in something? Yeah, absolutely. Distractions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so that they don't get upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, yeah, or the example of taking the girls for a walk outside if the mom right. needed to come get something in the kitchen because I just knew those kids and I knew that it was, well, it was hard for one of them. They were twins. And uh-huh. one of them was <laughs> very emotionally in touch <laughs> herself. Oh. And the other one was like, very logical so when her (laughs) sister would have breakdowns she would literally go why are you crying (laughs) I was like like, give her some space like kids are hilarious let her work through it baby E has uh, baby L it's 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 weird sometimes she acts like such a grown-up and I'm like Mm -hmm. oh my god you're like 25 right um but she also has such a huge imagination yeah. with things that sometimes her imagination just goes wild. But then there are other times where she's just too logic yeah. in like the playing. So baby E one day was talking about she's obsessed with band-aids. Uh-huh. And so she likes to put band-aids on her baby doll's boo-boos and she puts mm-hmm. them on me. Like she just likes putting the band-aids on people, yeah. um, which is really helpful when you cut yourself. Cause I did, I, I hurt myself this week and she, Aww. she doctored me up. So sweet. Um, I know, but, uh, one day she was putting the the bandaid on on one of her baby dolls and she's like um i gave her bandaid because she has a boo-boo and then baby l was like she doesn't have a boo-boo because she's a doll (laughs) (laughs) and i was like yes but we're pretending we're pretending (laughs) let her live her life yeah but then like she turns you know, she turns around and she's playing dinosaur. Like, you know, right. it's like, it's, it's completely random. It's yeah. hilarious. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, communication is key. Mm-hmm. Like I said at the beginning, if this is something that you're struggling with, I would listen to the boundaries episode. I would listen to the conflict resolution episode. I would listen to the micromanaging parents episode. Oh, micromanaging. <laughs> yeah, because that I think is one of the biggest problems is uh, if a work from home parent is it is also a micromanaging yes. parent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing that... Like, I know I do not do well with micromanagers. Um, no, not at all. Because I've gone to school for that. Like, like I right. I have reasons and research to back up my choices mm-hmm. um, that I make throughout the day. And right. so uh, when you tell me I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, and sometimes when I'm unhealthy, yeah. I... I can be a micromanager. Yeah. So it makes sense that I don't work well with people who do right. micromanage. That's because true. when but when I am healthy, it's much more laid back. Like I'm not gonna micromanage things. Right. Um, you know, the very first nanny family that I ever had in Chicago, I had I had three kids, a five year old boy, a two and a half, well, three year old girl, and then an infant. Mm-hmm. And the apartment that they lived in was really small. It was it was a two bedroom, one bath. Um high rise, gorgeous like yeah. view, but it was a fairly small apartment and the mom worked from home. Oh my gosh. And so she was I always in the imagine. bedroom. I know. And their bedroom was in the middle of the house. It's like we had to pass the bedroom oh. to go to the bathroom and the kid's room. And then, you know, being in the living room, it shared a wall with her and it wasn't so bad. Like noise wasn't usually a problem. Um, especially with the older kids would go to school most of the time and I would just have the infant and it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, but it always made me slightly self-conscious, um, just because I felt like she can hear everything I'm saying and doing 
you know? So I, I, I just felt subconscious about what if she doesn't like this or what if, you know, right. I don't know. And she wasn't like, she was, she was nice, but yeah. she wasn't really a warm person. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really hard to read her reaction sometimes. Um, so I always felt like if I am doing something wrong, maybe she's not even going to tell me, maybe she's just going to like, you know, just be mad at me behind my back or something, you right. know, which, you know, we do that with conflict. We yeah. make up stories in our own head. Um, and it's better just to, just to ask. <laughs> right. Just to openly talk about hard, it. But it's yeah, hard. Yeah, it is hard. Well, and luckily, um, she definitely wasn't a kind of parent that just let her kids do whatever. Right. So I did feel conf- confident in like discipline and just right. being like, you know, um, but still it was, it she wasn't a hovering parent, but it, she almost was just because of the size of the apartment and that right. she was working there and it was, it was hard to, yeah. Yeah. One thing that, um, I actually read, uh, so Brooke Weglars, who, uh, owns the Nanny Council, which is a Facebook group and a blog and a really great resource for everyone listening, um, she just wrote an article about this that is beautifully put. It's directed more towards parents. So if you felt comfortable mm-hmm. sharing it, like if you were having trouble and you were like, hey, this really explains well some things that I'm feeling, it's a good one to share. And what she talks about in part of it is um, the fact that having a nanny is also an opportunity to help the kids know that people can do things differently and mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. Because so much of our um, education system and culture teaches kids that there's one right way to do something and that gives them this false sense of failure mm-hmm. or uh, striving for perfectionism. And so having a nanny and letting the nanny actually handle things on his or her own terms Mm -hmm. and have the autonomy uh, in their job (laughs) uh, is really helpful and it actually teaches the kids a lot. So that is a good way to potentially approach a parent that you feel like is maybe micromanaging you Mm -hmm. is saying, you know what, like I just read this article and it really articulated something that I think is worth discussing in that this is actually really good for the kids to see me do like wash the dishes slightly differently than you right and know that both ways the dishes get clean Mm -hmm. or I make their grilled cheese slightly differently than you do Mm -hmm. and teaching them that different isn't bad right Um, yeah and so and that was something that I hadn't thought about so thanks Brooke um, and I will link that article uh, on the Facebook and Twitter uh, for Chronicles of Nania this week. So if you are driving and can't write it down, um, <laughs> and it's council with an E, because there's also a council, a nanny council with an I. Uh, okay. So she has the nanny council with an E. But yeah, so that article also touches on, but it, it's directed towards parents. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you are struggling with this, that's potentially a good thing to share. Yeah. And be like, hey, here right. is are my exact feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Put in beautiful words. Um, and and address it that way. Kind of let someone else do the talking for you. Yeah. Gosh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. I need to read it. Yeah. Read it. Yeah. I'll 
I'll send it to you, but I'll also yeah. link it. Um, but yeah. Well, is there anything else you can think of? Nope. I don't know. I think. Cool. I think I've said everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, we always, there's always more. I know. I, yeah. I talk about this podcast as um, a, a brief look at things that you could, there literally have been volumes written on. <laughs> So, right. you know, yeah. like, I mean, even just this podcast is like a pinprick yes. into what there is to say and, and know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but if you are at home and are like, but wait, they didn't talk about this. And I'm really curious. Yeah. Um, please email in any questions to Chronicles of Nania at mm-hmm. gmail.com. And Nania is spelled N-A-N-N-Y-A. Uh, and I will be more than happy to answer them, to get in touch with Courtney, um, to put you in touch with Brooke if you have a question about that, because um, I, I know that Brooke would be more than happy to help as well. Um, we're, all, we're all just trying to help. That's what nannies yeah, do. absolutely. <laughs> we're helpers, yes. even for the parents. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I do the dishes every day at work, and it's They've never asked me to do that. Right. And oftentimes they're like, don't do those. It's fine. And I it just, I end up doing them anyways, just because in my brain, I'm like, whatever is going to make it easier for you and yeah. to give you a little bit more time with your kid. I, I want to do that for you. Yes. Um, I think I remember what I wanted to say earlier. Yeah. And it's not even, I mean, it's sort of in relation to uh, work at home parents, but I think the number one job as a nanny besides safety right. for the kids is to love them yeah. to just love the heck out of these little kids and, mm-hmm. and show them that, um, they are loved and that they, they can be themselves. And sometimes, you know, grownups make mistakes just as much as kids do. And, and to just never shame them, Yes, you know, cause yes. the world unfortunately is going to do that enough mm-hmm. as, as they get older. Um, but it's just so important to love, love on these kids just yeah. like you, are blood related. I mean, I, I see myself as like their aunt, you know, like, um, I love them like they're my own blood, but it's, it's especially important, um, to do that with, with, um, stay at home parents work from home parents, because one, it'll give you a little more patience. Yeah. Approaching any kind of situation with love will give you more patience. Um, there was, uh, I'm obsessed with this book called Love Does. It's, oh, it's written yeah, by I've Nan. I've never heard of it. Oh, you've got to read it, Martha. Okay, it's written by this man named Bob Goff. Um, uh-huh. And he is a Christian, so he kind of ties each story that he tells, you know, into like a lesson that he learned in that situation from God kind of thing. But he's just a brilliant human being and he just loves, he loves the world and he loves the people all around the world. And he, he's just done so many incredible things because yeah. he's such an outgoing person. And he, I mean, the second you talk to him, you just, he just exudes joy, Yeah, you know, but in one of his stories in love does, he talks about going into conflict with your palms up. Mm. So if you're sitting at a table with someone and, and you're about to have a serious conversation with them, or, you know, um, you have any kind of conflict with someone just simply physically, putting your hands palm up in your lap allows you to be more gracious and patient with that person because oftentimes with conflict, we kind of tense, you know, yeah. you want to make a fist and you want to crack your knuckles and you're, you know, you know, cause that brings on stress and that's just right. an automatic thing that your body will do. It'll just tense up. But by laying 
your your hands open in your lap, palms up, it allows you to have that power over your body and not not tense up, and it just helps you stay calmer and and just have a little grace. Yeah. Um, and I think that's super important in nannying. Yes. Um, to it have really a lot of grace and a lot of patience, especially with work at home parents, because it, I mean, when you've got too many cooks in the kitchen, it could be <laughs> it can be stressful. Yeah, you know? it really can. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's really great advice. And yeah, just like power poses, you know, Mm -hmm. like making your body take up space helps you feel more powerful. I'm sure that that is a great physical reminder. And then also is like, I'm sure it's connected chemically to like your brain releasing the correct things to be more calm and gracious. Um, That's so great. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. well, awesome. Uh, so this week for a fun video and, and an article and some other, I'm sure I'll put other stuff up on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. So check them all. Um, and then we end each episode with a fun or cute or uplifting story. And Courtney has brought one. Yes. Um, so like I said, I've, I've been nannying these two little girls for quite a while now. Baby L and Baby E, and um, there was one day I I like to put their their hair up in ponytails, so I put them up in a high ponytail. It's just so dang cute, with the <laughs> little is. pineapple on top, you know. Um, and we, you know we live in Chicago, and it's very windy here, and it was a windy summer day, <laughs> and the wind is just you know pushing you over, kind of gust. Uh-huh. And I've got the girls in the stroller, in the double stroller, and um, I told them that they had to hold on to their ponytails because if the wind <laughs> blew too hard, it could blow their ponytail off. <laughs> so I'm laughing and the girls are just holding on for dear life on their little ponytails and they're screaming. And and it's not like a terror scream. Right. Like they were having fun with There's it, but joy. they're just like, ah! <laughs> just like laughing and screaming in the middle of the street. Oh. And oh man, it just, it makes me laugh even thinking about it now. <laughs> just watching them hold on to those little ponytails. And every once in a while I just say, Oh, it's windy. Hold on to your ponytail. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Courtney, so much. This yeah. has been wonderful. And thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Chronicles of Nania is produced and hosted by Martha Reddick. Artwork by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nania and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.